Welcome to the Catboys blog. I'm Rahul and this is Ritika. We're a brother and sister duo that uh, are diehard Cowboys fans and uh, we're going to be talking about everything Cowboys today. And uh, why don't we start off? What's first on uh, our topics today? Well, I think we would be remiss if our first topic wasn't Dak's franchise tags. So let's talk about how Dak isn't getting paid. Yeah, surprise, surprise. It's the conversation we've been having for what, like, I feel like a year now. Like, I think even before yeah, last a season, like, we were talking about, like, oh, is Dak going to get paid? Is Dak going to get paid? Dak yeah. still hasn't got paid. For That's one, me. I have to say that I do feel like Dak is being a little greedy and not willing to work a little bit. I know everybody wants him to get paid. And I want him to get paid, too. Sure. But... You got to meet in between somewhere. You have to see, like, what you're working with. Because if you handicap the team with just his salary, there goes the cap room right there. Like, I mean, how do you pay for everybody else to support him? And we've seen last year what happened. Well, not last year, two years ago. When Dak didn't have the supporting cast that he usually has. He didn't have um Zeke in the back either like you know how much he like struggled without wide receivers when they were going to do the whole uh wide receiver by committee thing like it did not work out but ever since they brought in Amari in and now that Amari has success they have to pay him as well they have to pay that O-line to give him all that time to take take a look around and find his open receivers if you're not doing all that stuff dude like I mean if you're going to take up a big chunk of your the cap room we're screwed. And Jerry is being smart. Like, he's not, like, you know, letting go of everything and making him the number one quarterback in the league because he hasn't showed that. Like, he hasn't shown that he is great on his own. And I love Dak. I think he has a lot of potential. But, like, he needs a supporting cast. Well, Until he doesn't show it, me that. That's what it's come down to is has he, has he earned it? You know, I mean, Jerry Jones had offered him, last offered him, what, $33 million a year? That's a lot. I mean, excuse me, but we're in the middle of a crisis right now. We have how many unemployed people? $33 million sounds sure like a lot of money. I mean, so, to be fair, that was, that was before all this, but still. Uh, yeah, still. But, I mean, what? Let's, let's talk about the Patriots game last year, right? How many um, scoring drives did he have? Zero, right? He hasn't earned it. I mean, I mean, last, yeah, exactly. Good point. Last year, I mean, something that all Cowboys haters love posting and talking about was how uh, the Cowboys haven't beat anybody who's actually good. Like, oh, talk to me when you've actually beaten someone good with a winning record, blah, 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 blah. We heard that all throughout last year, and, and it sucks, but it was true because, like, we didn't beat – the good teams when it counted. We didn't win when it when it counted. Um, we let the Eagles with like a depleted like squad win the division when we had fairly healthy squad. Like I mean, we were well on our way to the Super Bowl with the first three weeks. I mean, we were undefeated. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Oh, I think it was like the first five weeks. Yep. Jets. No, no, the Jets was, like, oh, the no, one no, yeah. game that, like, I'm still, like, I lose sleep over that game. Like, how do we lose to the Jets? <laughs> how? They were terrible. How did we okay. lose to them? God, that's one game I would love to, like, just, like, delete out of my memory. I mean, thankfully, Maher's gone, so. <sighs> yeah, well, 
he wasn't the only reason we lost that game. It was it was mm. a team effort to lose that one. Mm. But I do feel good about Mike McCarthy coming in, a whole yeah. new like coaching scheme, a whole new coaching squad, a whole new perspective on how mm. we're gonna be like running the offense and the defense. Yep. He's got quite the resume. We have a Super Bowl, nine playoffs, six division titles, all in 13 seasons as the Packers head coach. That's, he's a good coach. I like him. I think he's going to be good for us. Um, I think the players will end up liking him too. One thing that I, I, I like Jason Garrett. Like uh, Jason Garrett mm-hmm. is yeah. a good dude, but – I mean, I feel like we gave him too much responsibility too soon early, and that was kind of his demise. And then he just carried on with that, and he never really recovered, right? He's a smart football guy, but just not head coach material. I think. And I think mm-hmm. the Giants did a good thing by putting him as the offensive coordinator. I think that's a right fit for him. Because um, just game management was his number one thing, man. I feel like he was a terrible Able play calling. Oh, my God. Worst, like, and and like, remember, we got like so many people like talking about how um, they could predict what the Cowboys play yeah. call is going to be before. Like, who was it? Um, Tony Romo, <laughs> Bill, no, it was, yeah, well, I mean, Tony Romo, was, <laughs> everybody's plays that guy is Houdini up there. But <laughs> Philip Rivers was talking smack about, like, oh, I could tell what they're going to call before they called it. I, I'm pretty sure that is, but. Because he has free time on his hand with his, with all of his children. Right. <laughs> and he's over at where now? Like the Colts now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, he's over at the Colts now. That's good. This year has been like really crazy with all mm-hmm. the moves that we've had. Like so many, like yeah. changes. Yeah. Like it's next year's going to be very interesting if we have um, a season, and hopefully we yeah. have a regular season with like like people in these stands and everything it's yep. it's hard to predict right now but hopefully things get better by then we can go back to regular football <laughs> that would be nice thank god football's in off season right now i would have been a mess if we missed out on football as well as all the other terrible things that are happening right now my goodness well i think the most important thing for mccarthy to do and is probably going to be his biggest challenge and that's going to be changing the atmosphere in Dallas. We have a very, sad to say this, but losing atmosphere after Garrett left, you know? We mm-hmm. just settle with being eight and eight, and I don't think that's okay. I mean, if that keeps going on, it's gonna be, we're gonna hear from the haters 50 years since you guys won a Super Bowl, so. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing, like, so many people <clears throat> were like, I felt like whenever I watched Jason Garrett talk after a loss i could never feel that he is pissed off about it i mean sure i know he was hurt he, he hated losing but like you know that resonates to your locker room when you're not like showing that you're angry about it that you're pissed off about it he's just like well you know we just got to do better we just got to do good you know we'll, we didn't perform as well we're just gonna do better like your team is not gonna like respond to that they need like a little fire but, like that was awful that was terrible like, one of the people that will tell you, like, uh, Bill Belichick, when he loses, the guy is complete. I mean, he's always quiet, but the guy is, like, you know, very short 
and you can tell that he, he there's a nuclear explosion that's gone on inside <laughs> right and people are afraid of that like his his locker room is afraid of pissing off bill yeah. belichick you know and that like and i will tell you this jimmy johnson was that type of coach for us jimmy johnson was that kind of guy where like there was no nonsense within you mess with jimmy you're gonna pay for it he will make you run and run and run like the entire practice until you realize, okay, you know what? Like, maybe I should, you know, take it easy because. Coach, what'd you do with your summer vacation? What summer vacation? I don't take vacations. Let's go, let's go! Beautiful day in Austin. Training camp under Jimmy Johnson was always a grind, especially the summer after the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. In order to win back to back, you've got to work them. Because if you don't, they'll become complacent. Into it now, into it. Everybody's into it. Let the mind control the body, not the body control the mind. And and yep. that's one thing that Garrett was never. He was the players' coach. Remember, everybody was like, "Oh yeah, he's, he's a players' guy, man." Like we love, we love Jason. We love Jason. Yeah, yeah, great. Be best friends with them. But if you're gonna be good friends with them, you cannot establish the type of fear that a coach needs to you know like you have and to that's be the thing. no one took him seriously inside coach the locker seriously. room or out i mean he's known as coach clap coach clap exactly it's okay second fumble in a row it's fine <laughs> it's good we're good we're recovering he'll clap for everything all the time missed field goal clap pick six clap Missed extra point, clap. He's got the clap. The guy is a clapper. Oh my God. Thank God. We needed we needed this change. Yep. In coaching staff. Feeling optimistic. Yeah. That should be good. I I'm 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 excited about McCarthy coming in. Yep. Um he's already done such great things, man. Like such great things. That brings uh, me to the next topic that I wanted to talk about was the offseason free agency. A lot of changes, big moves. What do you think? How do you, what, what do you think, like, how do you feel about what he's done so far? I think so, too. I think he's got a solid squad that he's brought along, um, which is what we need. You know, you can't just keep that stale energy. You have to change it up, and that's what you need. If you have to make those big moves, that's what you what it takes for a Super Bowl, and that's what he's doing. So I think he's well on his way. We just got to see how everything comes to play. You know, we made a lot of big um, moves in the free agency. We picked up a lot of people, but at the same time, we lost a lot of big people too, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we did we did lose a good bet, which I think we can recover from. But how – let me throw this out there. How, how pissed off do you think? that uh, Jason Garrett is going to be when he's looking at all the first round picks that we picked up in the free agency and, and after he left on the defense. The defense is stacked right now. We are doing so good. Like, we just yeah. picked up Gerald McCoy. We picked up uh, Don Terry Poe, both defensive tackles from Carolina Panthers, and Alden Smith, uh, defensive end and linebacker from the uh, Raiders. All of them were first-round picks. And also, ha-ha Clinton Dix, first-round pick Probably as well. Probably the best one right there. 
and 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 yeah, and Haha Clintonix picks he he like fills that big void we've had on safety for the longest yep. time. And the one big gap that we have right now on the defense right now is cornerback, which we lost big Byron man Byron Jones, Jones man. And 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 we haven't filled that with anything. We had what Maurice Kennedy, I don't know how you pronounce his name, but came from the Jets. The guy has been in the league for, I think, like four years, and he's had, like, one interception to his name. Like, that's, that's, that, that, this is a continued problem for us. We are not a turnover defense. Yep. We don't cause any turnovers, man. Like, we, like, sure, even when our defense was the best, like, I mean, not the best, but, like, you know. Well, I think our problem is that our defense hasn't always been 100% healthy. So, that's just been the story of the Cowboys. Yeah, yes and no. I mean, here's the thing. Like, a good defense, you know, it's it's not reliant on, like, one person. Two people are like, oh, Sean Lee's down again. Ah, there goes our defense. We're done. You know, there was nobody else. Right now, like, the most amazing thing is that we have help on the inside of the, li- uh, uh, the line. Gerald McCoy, Don Perry Poe are great additions over there. Like, that – helps put pressure onto the quarterback from the middle. Yeah. Like, we've got good defensive ends. We've had good defensive ends before, too. We have great linebackers. But we we haven't had that, like, you know, like the pressure coming in from the middle for on the defense. Our linebacker squad is just insane. Our defense yeah. is – and can I tell you this? So, okay, so, you know, um, uh, NFL.com right now has – like, you know, all the old classic games that you can watch on their website. Mm-hmm. And, and I was watching the Super Bowl from, I feel like it was 92, um, the Buffalo Bills one. Um, and the Bills had a pretty good offense. And, you know, the Cowboys' offense was amazing back then with the triplets. You got, you got yep. Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, Michael Irvin. We had the trio, man. We're known for that trio. And, you know, the game started out with the offense struggling. And the Bills were marching in. You know, they were making turnover on the offense. They, I think they blocked a punt, um, scored a touchdown. They were up something like that. I think like 10 to nothing or 14 to nothing. I forget what it was. But I would, throughout the whole game that I watched, it was the defense that made the biggest impact in that game. The defense created opportunities for the offense to be able to score and to give the type of reputation that Troy Aikman, Emmett, uh, Michael, Alvin Harper, like all these guys, like, you know, Moose Johnson, like these guys like made a name because they had a solid defense that was doing the job they needed to to take the other team off the field and give the offense more of an opportunity. And we've been thinking the complete opposite way lately. You know, it's been like we're run-first offense. It's like, okay, we need to keep running the ball and keep the defense off the field, you know, like to eat up the clock. And that's been our strategy. And that's not going to get you far in the playoffs. Regular season wins, yes. But in playoffs, when you're going against other solid offenses – you need a defense yep. that can match that caliber, and we haven't had that. And I think that's what McCarthy's strategy right now is, and it's brilliant and it's great. And I'm really happy that he's going that direction first. I mean, Bill Belichick said it best: defense wins Super Bowls. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
Well, and, I mean, look at it in recent times. How many teams that have won the Super Bowl recently have been like, you know, defense first? And offense was just mediocre, you know? It was good, but it's not yep. the best yeah. offense. It happens a lot. I mean, yes, in order to win the Super Bowl, yes, you have to have like, you know, a great offense. But like, look, um, the Denver Broncos defense carried Peyton Manning in when Peyton Manning was having a bad year. Maybe. That same year, too, the Carolina Panthers had a solid defense as well. Yep. Ravens, Buccaneers. There's so many teams that have just gotten there. The Giants, too. I, I don't care what stat you can throw at me for Eli Manning. The guy has always been a trash quarterback. <laughs> he has always been a trash <laughs> And his defense has carried him. And sure, he's had some lucky breakthroughs, like here and there, that have gotten him the plays. Two-time winning Super Bowl champ. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tony Romo, who's probably <laughs> one of the best quarterbacks that the Dallas Cowboys have had, zero. You know, it's just it's the talent you surround. And that brings me back to the same thing. Dak. Tony worked with so little. <laughs> so little early and got so banged up that he was injury prone near the end where like everybody was like, oh, he's just banged up quarterback. You're just going to get hurt. Not worth the money. But he did so much. Those eight and eight years that we had with uh, Romo would have been easily like a three-win mm-hmm. season. With the O-line that we had, yeah. I mean, that also says why Dak was so successful his rookie year because because of this number one O-line in the league. And the number one running game, man, with Zeke. Yep. When is the last time that, like, <laughs> Romo ever – when did Romo ever have a number one run game? When – that one year when we had um, – DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray healthy for the entire year. That guy could not stay healthy. And every time he was healthy, we were winning games. As soon as he went down – there it goes. Like, you know, we lose that one dimension. Now the defense expects us to go back and pass every time. And we still did well, but not well enough. You need that yep. dual threat. And with him healthy, dude, that was the year, the Des Cotted season. Still a sore topic. Yeah. Well, speaking of Des, do we think he's going to make a comeback this season? We see him practicing with Dez, or excuse me, we see him practicing with uh, Dak. Do we think yeah. he's going to come back? Can I also mention, when we saw Dez practice with Dak, and now the video just came out today that you sent me earlier today about uh, Dak having a house party with C. <laughs> what is he doing? Dak, like, you know, I expected Dak to be a lot more mature than this and, like, be smarter than this about, you know, like, let's make an example. Let's, you know, show that you also are trying to do some social distancing and, you know, there's so many kids that look up to you, man. Like, come on. You cannot be, like, creating that kind of example, like, having house parties and having dozens of people in your house. I mean, I'm sure Jerry Jones is sitting in his man cave and he's questioning why he offered him $33 million a year in the first place. 
And this is why he's also looking at um, Jalen Hurts and the drafts, which is great. You know, why do we not have depth at quarterback? Like, why are we the only – like, we have Cooper Rush. And, you know, Cooper Rush has potential, but he's not the solution. You know, he's nope. – uh, he's not the solution. And if Dak – mean- Goes down. Here's here's the thing that we have to also take in consideration. You know, we have a new head coach, McCarthy. You know, is Dak going to be able to jive well with McCarthy for the Cowboys to be Super Bowl contenders? Or would McCarthy work better with Jalen Hurts, who's fresh out of college, easily moldable, you know? Which option is better? Well, one thing that you do have working for you is that Kellen Moore is still there. And Dak has had, you know, history Kellen of working Moore. with Kellen Moore. <laughs> I like Kellen Moore. You don't like Kellen Moore? Uh, he had a great, what, first three games as our offensive coordinator, then he just went downhill. It's just He hasn't gained my trust. Yeah, well, I mean, I, he's, he's a smart football guy. Like, he's, he's another one of um, – He's another one of uh, uh, Jason Garrett's, you know, like he's a backup yeah, quarterback. That, that, that says a lot. <laughs> but <laughs> really like promising. I said earlier. He's like another earlier. Jason Garrett. All we need is more <laughs> clapping in Dallas. <laughs> he's Jason up. Garrett minus the clapping. Minus the clapping. No, he's – I feel like he's a smart guy. Like, you know, like he's, he's like, you know, more – one thing that I, I saw in interviews from the players um, that, like, he – Kellen Moore was always open to listening to players and their suggestions and, like, incorporating – he was approachable. He's approachable for um, Dak and Zeke and Amari whenever they come up. Um, you know, they tell him, like, okay, this was working, this wasn't working, and they can easily talk to him uh, since, you know, he used to be, you know, like on the roster with them and now he's a coach. So, you know, they can talk to him. He's open to those changes and he listens to them, which is a really good thing to have. And look at the change that, you know, we've seen. And a part of that was also John Kitna working with, um, uh, Dak. Last exactly. He, he was, he was a good quarterback coach for him too. You know, like he did, he did well for him. Um, cause this showed last year, Dak really, did well statistically, you know, and again, those came in the good games. And that's, that's one of the things that we have to work on um, is, you know, it's, you're defined by how you do in those tough moments, you know, in the tough games. And, and when you're competing with the teams that are, are going to be in the playoffs, you know, that are playoff bound, how well did you yeah. do against them? And Dak hadn't shown that at that point in time. And so hopefully, you know, that's something that we can, um, improve on and Kellen Moore being there helps uh, some continuity for Dak yep. and so I think that's going to help him like you know like smoothen the transition for um, with Mike McCarthy but getting some help will definitely help you know um, getting a back quarterback like Jalen Hurts would definitely mm-hmm be helpful because uh, we don't have that right now we don't have any backup because if if Dak does go down we're that, that's the season wrap it up we're going home 
What do you do at that point? Cooper Rush? Mm-hmm. Are you going to expect him to take us to the Super Bowl? Cowboys haters would say we would. We should probably wrap it up before then. <laughs> but... Right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, so what's the, what's the last topic we got? Um, let's talk about the top five favorite cowboy hater lines. Uh, I'm sure we can come up with more, but five should do. Five should do. Okay. First up, definitely. Cowgirls. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That is the go-to. Anybody like, oh, when you run out of something to say, like, oh, how about them cowgirls? (laughs) Good one. Classic go-to. Classic. Another one I've heard a lot is um, Dak Trashcott. What? Dak Trashcott. Get it? Because he's, he's trash. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard that one that much. I feel like I've heard it before. Though. Yeah, I've clearly been exposed to too many Cowboys haters. <laughs> I need to be quarantined. <laughs> um, oh, trash guy. Third favorite. Um, probably a little old, but still still golden classic. Uh, Tony Homo. Oh, Tony Homo is the go-to <laughs> people, man. Like, like oh, uh, uh, who are you? Who's gonna Who's gonna help win for you guys? Uh, Tony Homo, classic. That is the classic one. Those same people now are rooting him on, as he's yeah. And now, now everybody loves him. It's like, oh yep. look, yeah. Now that they get to know him and they watch him regularly, is he's a great dude. Like Tony, man, I he's still one of my favorite ones. I feel like they still secretly hate him though. For I don't know what reason. But. No, now they're like, okay, now he's not on the Cowboys, so it's okay. We can, because look at it like this. I mean, like Cowboys players are like dominating broadcasting. You know, even Jason Witten got into <laughs> night football immediately. Got I'm into not going football. to lie, that was that was painful to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, it was it was terrible to watch. He was not that good, and I love Jason. I hate him for moving to like. Uh, uh, Las Vegas like a, Raiders. It's like a bad breakup. 16 years and he just Why? ups and goes. Especially Why? when you come out of retirement and quote-unquote you say you come to Dallas to win a Super Bowl and now he's like, alright, clearly not happening so I'm out. <laughs> I don't understand his move to go to the Raiders now. Like, why? He's just, he wants to see what Vegas is about. Yes, he's a Vegas he guy. Wants that, he wants that new merchandise. <laughs> he's be like, he wants a free uh, stay at the Bellagio. <laughs> he's going to watch the draft from his, from his suite. I imagine Jason Witten showing up to the locker room like, you guys ready to let the dogs out? <laughs> Don't forget the fanny pack. <laughs> hey, guys. You ready to let the dogs out? What? Do what? <laughs> let the dogs out. You know, like, who let the dogs out? Who, who? Who brought this guy along? Not a fan of that. Well, number, number four, we have, um, it's been, what, 25 years since you guys won? Oh, that is my go-to for every hater. That is the go-to for every Cowboy hater. Like, oh, okay, so what's the last time you guys won a Super Bowl? Huh? I mean, oh, my, yeah. my favorite my favorite response is do Super Bowl rings have an expiration date? 
No. Exactly. Uh, can we talk about uh, the, the worst is when I get it from Eagle fans. Oh my God. It's like they win one Super Bowl and they think they're just invincible. But it did not stop them from talking smack before they won that Super Bowl either. It's like, oh, so when's the last time you won a Super Bowl? It was like, homie, when's the last time you won a Super Bowl? <laughs> well, now they're probably thinking ever- we won one recently. When's the last time you won? Exactly, yeah, we won one recently. Okay, well, what if I brought that up in freaking 1999? Like, when's the last time you won a Super Bowl? What if I brought it up in 2005? When's the last time you won a Super Bowl? Ours is more recent, even though it was like 10 years ago. Like, I don't understand that, like, you won one now. What did you do for all these years? What? It's just my favorite response to the Eagle haters or talk to me when you get five. That, that's, that was on repeat when they won the Super Bowl and I unfortunately yeah, had to talk to me when you win five. <laughs> <laughs> I just held up a five the entire day. Uh, Don't talk to me. Talk to me when Carson Wentz can make it through a season healthy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sore topic for them. <laughs> hey, I mean that guy's oh. getting paid how much uh what? Thirty two million? Yeah, Zach wants more money than him, which is a solid argument. I will give him that because he's been healthy. He's been like, you know, he's been available uh, and he's put up competitive numbers. You know, he's been competitive with the amount of work that Wentz has done. I mean, yes, Wentz had that one really good year, and last year, I'll give him this, Wentz did more with less. And that's what separates him right now. You know, when He also didn't have anyone to throw to. That's what I'm saying, yeah. He, he didn't We're have anyone to throw to. We're not going to bring up Aguilar. <laughs> but he did it. But when we were doing that with Dak, he was struggling, man. He, was, yep. he, he wasn't doing so hot. All right, well, we've listed four top five hater lines. We have one more to go. Oh, I got one. I got one. The eight and eight hate. <laughs> Every eight year eight the season begins. Oh, it's going to be another eight and eight year for the Cowboys. Another eight and eight. And when we mm-hmm. had Garrett, it was that Coach Clapp will be on, on the sideline. Clapp and the Cowboys <laughs> go eight and eight. I'm not going to lie. I found that very low-key funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. The best was, was when he totally what acted out. Was of at character. the end of the year when we ended up going eight and eight, we're like, "Oh God, this is gonna be bad." <laughs> the best was when he acted totally out of character and he threw the flag. <laughs> that was one of my favorite Garrett moments. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Uh, you sent me some uh, the video. <laughs> the, that was great. What was the song they put on there? Throw it on I the threw ground. Throw it on the ground. <laughs> Man, I'm not gonna let you poison me. I threw it on the ground. You must think I'm a joke. I ain't gonna be part of this system. Man, pump that garbage in another man's veins. <laughs> he said he's not gonna be part of this system. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that was the best. Great way to exit. I'm, I'm going to include that clip after this. 
probably the best Garrett moment. Oh my God, yes. But yeah, man. So I'm excited for the season. It's gonna be good. Seems very promising. If, 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 and if Zeke doesn't run off to Cabo again. <sighs> but no, he's got no reason to go run off of right now. Like, no, nah, he's got. He can't right now, but. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can't even go if he wants to right now. <laughs> but he needs to stay away from Dax's home too. Just stay in your house, Zeke. They have yeah. food platters in the works. I'm like, what are you guys doing? It looked like it was all delivery too, though, didn't it? It was like all to-go items. I don't know. It looked like those um, those giant platters that you get from like Costco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looked like microwavable <laughs> stuff. <laughs> they just. Got opened up some freaking lasagna and put in the microwave. <laughs> Seems like a Stouffer Sunday, guys. <laughs> Woo! Look at the spread! Steak, chicken, fries, and maybe a potentially deadly virus for dessert at the Dallas Cowboys Screw the Quarantine slash birthday bash! <laughs> oh my god. Zeke brought his hungry man. <laughs> hungry man? <laughs> <laughs> He's eating with two spoons. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. All right. Well, this was fun. We're going to come back again next week. Um, if you guys have a any uh, topics that you guys want us to talk about, anything you want us to mention, um any sponsorships which are always great and welcomed uh email us at thecowboyspodcast at gmail.com all right so that's all for us for this week catch y'all on the flip side go cowboys go cowboys you must think i'm a joke i ain't gonna be part of this system man put that garbage in another man's face